Hey, if you'd like to win a gift card to the other Coast Cafe, you can, we got a few minutes here because we're on a tight little schedule here. Because Ethan Posick, guard of the Seattle Seahawks, is going to join us at 12.15, so we'll have to break a little bit early. But we can try and sneak in a few calls if we can. Sure. Uh, at 286 9595 one Lunch with listeners. We do it every single day. We want to know what you're having for lunch, what you could recommend to us for lunch, and then also give us a, a sports hot take. Uh, but we'd also <laughs> we'd let you... You can volley in your thoughts on what's the best thing a woman could do to impress a man at the ballpark thanks to our wonderful friend, our new fan favorite, on a Gabby DeMarco Wednesday, uh, the fan down there in San Diego who caught a foul ball in her beer and proceeded to chug it. Uh, Explain the infield fly rule at 41% right now. That is leading. Uh, 40% say chug a beer. Uh, 10% says uh, hates the sack bunt. 9% won't question Eddie Diaz in a tie game. It's it's all great. a great two-way battle. Two different two-way battles there. Yeah, absolutely. So if you'd like to uh, volley in a thought on that, 286-9595-1-800-829-0950. Lunch with listeners brought to you by uh, the Other Coast Cafe. Tell us what you're having for lunch. Weigh in on our daily poll. And, hey, if there's something we haven't talked about that you would like cover or want us to answer, life questions, we're here for you. Oh, yeah, we should handle life questions. It's like that's a Dear us. Abby. Yeah, that, that, that's actually a great How idea. How about that? A Dear Abby. What, you know, listen, I my lawnmower's not working. I need help. Cliff Averill, life coach. Yeah, Cliff Averill, life coach. When he gets in here, sure. I think you should do Cliff Averill, life coach. And people can call and, and, and complain to him about their problems. It's, uh, of course, uh, I'm Offended Wednesday, so keep us uh, sending that, those in at 49451. You can also, I mean, you can even call us and tell us what you're offended about today, because everyone's offended that we're having fun and, and laughing and having a good time about a woman chugging a beer uh, yeah. uh, when a baseball landed in it. That offends people. You know what else offends people? How about this one on a I'm Offended Wednesday? What's that? Uh, I'm going to steal again another company's poll question. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that, that's just kind of offensive. You know, my Como, my the the question of the day on Como. You know what their latest is? According to a recent survey, mm-hmm. one in twenty men admits to doing this at a funeral. What is it? Now, be prepared to be offended on this. I'm offended Wednesday. One in twenty admits to do- one I- in twenty men admit to this that they do this during a funeral. What is it? Wow, uh, drink. Oh, it's a good. That's a good answer. That'd be more than one in twenty. Oh, I love that though. Uh, uh, slip, good. slip uh, something into the casket, like a, mm. a personal memento that you want to give to your friend to take to the to the hereafter. Uh, I'm just reading some of the responses. Cry is one. Hitting on the widow. <laughs> That's, that's got to be. That's, I'm offended on this. Yeah, that's, I'm offended that's, Wednesday. That's, wait a minute. Uh, let me. Uh, let's see what else is there. Take a photo. Uh, wearing a clip-on tie. <laughs> There's some of these you just can't. I love the comments on Twitter because, damn it, they're funny. Mm-hmm, yes. Uh, a lot of cry, picking up a woman, flirting, fall asleep. No, it's none of those. So you want you ready for do, it? Do we have the final answer? Yeah, I know what it is. What oh, is no, it? Oh, my God, I just lost it. Yeah. Son of but I know what it is. I remember. Uh, one in 20 men admit that during a funeral they check sports scores. They check the they check they check their phone for sports, and that's who admits it. Yeah, that's who admits it. One in twenty yeah. men at a funeral. There's more than one in twenty doing that. Uh, I'm trying to think. I've ever done that? Uh, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I have. I don't think so. I think I'm pretty good about putting my 
putting my phone away. I, but I'm, one I'm, in 20 men admit to checking scores on their phone at a funeral. I'm terrible at it. I really have an issue. I mean, I need to go see somebody about this because I, I can't go like five minutes without checking my phone. Uh, apparently, Brad is our only listener, and he joins us daily. Brad, welcome to your segment. It's brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. <laughs> we thank you for joining us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Thank you so much. Uh, weigh in, oh, sir. Yeah. What are you having for lunch, and what are your thoughts today? Oh, big cojona from uh, Jersey Mike's. Oh, Ooh, that sounds right. pretty good. Yeah, oh, Jersey nice Mike's stuff. though. It's like a, uh, Brad, we've had this dis- we've had this discussion before. I know you love yourself okay. some Jersey Mike's, and I'm not saying Jersey Mike's isn't good. I'm sure it's a fine sandwich. When are you going to learn and come down to the big city and go to the Other Coast Cafe and get yourself a nice, well, nice sandwich from the Other Coast Cafe? I, I want to do it. I just got to. I, I, you guys got to chip in, man. No, oh, it's affordable for you, Brad. You call every day, so clearly you don't have a job, so you have lots of money. Probably have a sugar mama, so. It's fine. <laughs> well, I definitely don't have a sugar mama, but yeah, uh, that's who I'm actually calling about oh. is my girlfriend. So oh. about the Mariners, about about the uh, baseball analogies you guys are talking about. So is, she was a is she, she was offended? A is she yeah. offended of, uh, about us talking about this on an I'm offended Wednesday? Oh no, okay. no, no, no! I'm talking about at the game you know, okay. or watching the Mariners. She's a slap hitter, and she played for UW with Heather Tarr and Eve, Eve Gaw and all, and and Angie Mentink, all those girls. Yes. Shelly Brown's her name, and she. Uh, anyway, so she. She wants there to be more slappers, kind of like Ichiro used to be in Major League Baseball. She doesn't understand why more teams don't do it okay. because I, under, I understand that the the you know the distance from from home plate to first base is a lot closer in softball. But guys like Ichiro and Vince Coleman and Ricky Henderson, I mean, they the guys with speed, the top of the lineup, and you know, old school baseball is what she misses. Okay. So that's kind of what. And then something that's bothering me is. Uh, the whole Kawhi Leonard thing. I'm getting tired of the media with this thing, and 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 the the uh, or Brad's a Spurs, Spurs. fan. Gas. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so they're meeting Kawhi and him are meet and Popovich are meeting before um, the draft, and I think they're ironing everything out. And and there's some rumors that LeBron might actually go there if Kawhi stays. Huh? So. Who knows what will happen? But hey, man, thanks, thanks for uh, letting me be on the air, guys. I appreciate. Well, it. Brad, hey, it's, your, it's your it's your segment. segment you, you call us every day here at lunch with listeners, so we it's our pleasure. And again, Brad joins us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Stop freaking call Beacon. It's interesting. He brings up the thing about Ichiro. It is interesting that there there wasn't more uh, of, of an influence that Ichiro had that yeah. the more young players. But you know what? This part of just how the game is played now. The whole three eventualities yeah. thing. Nobody's. One of the three eventualities is not string together a bunch of slap hits. Right. Uh, Ethan, we're going to break a little early. Ethan Postick's going to join us next. Uh, guard for the Seattle Seahawks. OTAs are this week. We will talk to the former LSU Tiger. Tune in tonight for Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Cavs-Warriors tip-off at 6 on your home for the NBA Finals. Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. All right, sorry, Vic, didn't mean to step over you. We head down to Renton. Remember, when you say Renton, there's no T in it. It's just Renton. Renton. Ethan Posick, guard for your Seattle Seahawks. Number one in your heart. He joins us right now on the star-studded Beacon Plumbing Hotline, Ethan, you know, they say, stop freaking, call Beacon. You're joining us on the Bobby Wagner Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Maybe you can wrestle that endorsement away from Bobby. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Yeah, well, it's our pleasure. How are you? How are, how are OTAs going for you? Good. Uh, you know, it's real good, real good to get out there and, uh, you know, start working. 
Can you can you put yourself in where you were a year ago, where it was all pretty new and fresh, and 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 what am I doing? Am I doing this? I mean, th- there's got to be a little bit of comfort in coming back the second time around and kind of knowing what to expect and what goes where. Yeah, definitely. I'd say, uh, you know, so far, just you know, getting more and more comfortable, and uh, you know, that just comes with experience, and uh, you know, I'm just trying to make the most out of it. Uh, you're an LSU Tiger. We Gas and I have so many questions just about LSU, New Orleans in general. We will talk Seahawks. How much fun was it? I envision. LSU, Baton Rouge, the SEC as the funnest, the most exciting college atmosphere in America. Absolutely, uh, it was a blast. What talk about the league itself in terms of the great atmospheres? LSU would be right at the top. Most people would say, "Well, LSU." What were like your favorite places yeah. to go play on the road? Give us a couple yeah. of three L- uh, SEC stadiums that you really were fired up to go play in. Definitely, um, you know. So first. Uh, nothing beats Saturday night in Death Valley in terms of college football. Sure. And then after that, you know, I really loved going to the swamp, playing in the swamp night game, uh, the Florida Gators, uh, great atmosphere. Alabama, uh, you know, that's always a big game, night game. Uh, you know, their fans are into it. It's, it's a wild atmosphere as well, very hostile environment. Um, and Auburn, Auburn was always a, a real hostile environment. I like the the hostile environments, I feel like I feed off of it. Yeah. Did you ever thought about thinking about, uh, you know, maybe you're pulling on a particular play near the Alabama sideline and maybe I just missed my guy and I run into Nick Saban? Did you ever think about doing that, Ethan, in your time at LSU? <laughs> uh, no, it hasn't crossed my mind, but I hear what you're saying. Just one quick shot at him, yeah. It, it's yeah. it's it, I, I've not been to Baton Rouge. I've been to New Orleans several times. It's two different cities, obviously, but... One of the things about Louisiana, everybody loves to eat. Everybody oh. loves to drink. How much would the, were the temptations you're a football player of not going out too much or not, you know, I mean, you're a big guy, so it would be hard for you to overeat. But you know what I mean? You've, you've got to somehow keep all that stuff in control in one of the great party atmospheres in the world. He was there every weekend. Well, now let's just ask. Were you there every weekend, Ethan, or did you keep it under control? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I'd, I'd tell you this. In terms of eating, you know, it's so hot down there. Um, you lose 10 to 12 pounds just in a normal practice. So you got to eat. You got to eat a lot. And, uh, you know, Louisiana is definitely a great place to eat a lot. Yeah. yeah. I would. I, well, I would have just been going to the uh, uh, to New Orleans, the Bourbon Street, just to drink. What is it? The Hurricane? Is it the Grenade? What is it? The, the, the Hand Grenade, the Hurricane. Uh, There's many good drinks down there. Yeah. Yes. How many of yeah. those could you put could put down in a night there, Posick? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, it's a little too sugary for me. I'm I'm more of a beer guy. Yeah, well, right. you're in the right place for beer, my friend. You are in the right, but a place of the country for beer, my friend. We we've got plenty of great beer around here. Oh, absolutely. What what um when you had to flip last year, the Seahawks have had this weird thing with offensive line. I should say weird, but it's one of their characteristics. They they have no problem moving guys back and forth. You're a left guard now. Now you're going to be a right guard. You're a left tackle. They they've done a lot of that. Other teams have too. We, we, you know, in sports talk radio, we take something like that and we overanalyze the hell out of it and go crazy. Oh my God, what's happening? How big a deal is that? Like when they come to you and say, "Okay, you've been the left guard for a while. We're going to flip you over to the right side." Is is it as big as we think, or is it easier than we think? Um, you know, I'd say it's definitely a different position, but at the same time, it's still football. It's still you know going out there, taking your right footwork. Uh, you know, it's still football. You know. It's still, 
you know, it's to me it's just still the same game, but at the same time it is a little bit of a different position. You know, you got to switch up your stance. Uh, you know, just the way you set and you know taking taking your sets, your punch and everything. It's going to be a little different, but the way I look at it, whether I'm going from left guard to right guard or to center or to tackle, it's it's just all football. So you just got to go play. Right. What's what's a what's been the difference now? Last year being your rookie season, you started what eleven of those sixteen games. What has been the difference uh, with Tom Cable and and not not in terms of personalities between Tom Cable and Mike Solari? And I know you've been asked this a thousand times, but I, I'm curious about the different strategies. Like Cable was more of the as we get little football nerd on you, more the zone blocking scheme. And I know Solari has some of those zone blocking scheme, um, you know, types of uh, principles. But reading some stuff, uh, Ethan, you could tell me if I'm, I'm right or I'm full of crap, is that it seems like he has some more uh, man-blocking schemes as well in his offensive line sets. Is that true? Yeah, so I'd say uh, with Coach Solari, there's still going to be wide zone, but there's going to be some gap scheme. There's going to be your man scheme, you know, and, you know, the pulling and all that. So I'd say there's just a more variety of stuff. Okay. And uh, just a few different, you know, we might – you know, we did this thing last year. We might do the same play, but we might mix it up and do something else. You know, it's just every coach has their preference. Neither of them are, um, you know, right or wrong. It's all just preference and, you know, how it's working. So I'd say Solari just has different preferences, and he's a lot, there's maybe more variety in the run game. Do you like more of a man blocking opposed to a zone blocking scheme, you personally? Uh, you know, I, you know, I played at LSU, and, you know, we ran. Wide zone, tight zone, mid zone. We ran gap scheme. We ran pin and pull. Uh, we ran lead. We, so we we had a pretty good variety down there in the run game. You know, we like to run the ball down there. And uh, you know, I feel like I'm I'm pretty versatile versatile in that uh, aspect. And and on that, and kind of going back to the whole left guard, right guard thing. What I'm hearing from you is. Yeah, these things are a little trickier maybe than people think, but it's just football. At the end of the day, uh, are we zone or are we man? Or am I left? Am I right? It's just, hey, are you a football player? Is, is that kind of what you're saying, that that, that kind of is the common denominator for all this stuff? Uh, I'd say my my point of view, yeah. I'd say my point of view, I'm an alignment. So, you know, wherever they put me is, you know, what I'm going to play, and I feel like, uh, you know, that's my job. My job is is to know, you know, what I got to do, what the man next to me has to do. So just the way I prepare and everything, I'm prepared to, you know, if something happens, you know, to flip-flop positions, you know, I, that's what I did in college. Uh, you know, a lot of my senior year was in the middle of the game, I have to switch positions, and you just got to know what to do. Uh, Ethan, I know you got to run to a special teams meeting. Uh, people don't know this uh, yet, but Ethan, he's taken over Tyler Lockett on kick return. So <laughs> that'll be good. I, I, I'm going to go out to some I, games to watch. That. Well, the rules are different now, so Pete Carroll's going to experiment with Ethan Posick uh, returning kicks. Good luck to you. Hopefully, you break the franchise record and kickoff return for touchdowns. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. There he is, uh, Ethan Posick, guard for your Seattle Seahawks. I uh, will be entering his second year in the National Football League and. And that will be, we, we haven't talked to a lot of Seahawks. There really hasn't been much going on there at these OTAs. We'll probably get more into it when minicamp starts. But, again, it's another offseason, and we'll have to talk about the offensive line. Yeah. And, he, of course, he's being a part of it. And right. It seems like they finally, for the first time in a long time, long time, they know who the guys are. Right. Like, it's, right. it's, it's pretty much set. This is our starting five. 
there's going to be no kind of, well, I guess there will probably be some debate maybe at right tackle between Fant and Jermaine Effetti. It looks like there will be some competition there. But for the most part, you know who your guys are. And and that's been such a revolving oh. door since they won the Super Bowl, partially due to injury, partially yeah. due to free agency, maybe yeah. due to some bad, you know, I think at least one bad trade I'd throw in there when they got sure. rid of Unger. Yeah. Uh, just getting some consistency there feels like it'll be a, a positive. Now, he said he likes a, a good cold beer. He's 6'6 six, six and 330. How many beers could he drink? We should have oh, asked. Oh, my God. Uh, I think, have you seen the Andre the Giant? I've asked you this before. Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. When he drank 20, 30, something like 30 beers. Yeah. And then had two bottles of wine. Right. Uh, I'm envisioning something like that. Yeah, he could, he could get after it if he, if he needs to. Uh, I, I would think so. Well, I make, I make. I'm excited to see what, how different they look this year because the difference and the key for them of having a successful year, and I know all the turnover on defense, uh, will be their offensive line. Because yeah, if, yeah. if they can run the ball, and with, I think, one of the best quarterbacks in terms of play action, no doubt. play action, no doubt, is Russell, that this will take an, um, so much pressure off of him and the offense if they can get back to running the football. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I hope, I hope there's a ton of success for Schottenheimer and his ability to call plays, but he won't be able, like Bevel. His plays will not work unless those guys can block. You can, you can come up with every great play in the world. Right. But it won't work if the five guys up front literally cannot execute uh, their blocks. How about for that hard hitting sports take? That, that's, that's, yes, you, you can't get this stuff anywhere else. You got to be able to block. That's uh, well, you know, and it's fun. You know. Just being consistent in terms of the, the personnel isn't enough, but I, I thought that they, I like some of the stuff that they did last year, and as they as they settled some guys in, it'd be nice if they could get through camp without anybody along the offensive line getting any kind of a sure. devastating injury. Where they go, okay, now we got to re because they did. It's, it felt like they were constantly stitching things together. Uh, we have got it. You know what? We've got a game three tonight in the NBA Finals. I got a question right for here you. on nine fifty KJR starting at six o'clock. Is there a pregame to this? Do we do it five thirty? Is Fane and Softy going to do a pregame show, or are we going right to 6 o'clock, game three of the final? So we have to probably do a super sports bar later tonight. They're doing a UW uh, softball wrap-up right up until... Oh, that's right. Uh, the ladies' season ended yesterday, FSU uh, capturing the uh, national title. Felt like Monday night was, you know, when that one ended, like, oh boy, it's going to be hard now. But now, game three of the NBA finals, I have a question yeah, for Okay, you. sure, what do you, fire away. Are, are you open to any kind of daylight for Cleveland? If they were to come out tonight... Play really well, win to win the series easily. Would it change how you look at the series, or do you think no matter what happens tonight, you are you are absolutely I, sure this is going to end pretty quickly? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Even with a win, even with a win. You, you, I was talking to NBA analyst Niner Nate earlier. Yeah, how's Niner Nate doing? He seemed a little down on the daubers today. Nah, he was talking to me, and he's yeah. he's he's a little concerned, but not much. Oh. He believes it's going to be a five game series. I, I'm not sure. I, I think we both agreed that maybe it'll be a sweep, but he says if Cleveland wins tonight, it's going to be a five-game series. Well, they'll come out. They're going to come out tonight, and they're going to fire on all cylinders, mm-hmm. and they're going to play to their crowd as they should. I mean, if you were the glass-half-full guy and you were a Cavs fan, all, you could say to yourself, you know, uh, puck and gas here on, what is it, WTEM, sports radio. 3WE. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Cavs talk here. They the Warriors did what they were supposed to do. All they did was hold home court exactly. advantage, and now exactly. Cleveland can bounce right back, and they can get their two games at home. Uh, they play better at home. It's just going to take another massive effort by LeBron. I don't put it past LeBron. 
Uh, do we have an update on uh, Iguodala? Is he going to play tonight? I know his knee was getting better, but I haven't seen uh, I, the very latest on him. I thought I heard that he was. I thought I saw somewhere that Good he, chance. Yeah, here it is. Steve Kerr, uh, good chance that Iguodala plays uh, in Game 3, and that will be big because Iguodala does a great job defending LeBron. How about that? Another hard hitting and, and, and that, you know, LeBron clearly has to be monstrous tonight. Yeah, he's got And he could do that against Iguodala. Iguodala does a good job against him, but he could go he could have a big night against him. Oh anybody. yeah, he could he could he could tear apart uh Iguodala. Uh yeah, if I would uh if we, we do our super sports parlor, we we'll come up with it here in a second. You can look around for your scores. I would you can look around for your bets. I would say I would take the Warriors mm-hmm. uh, tonight even the uh, minus four and a half. That's the the line tonight. I so would you, yeah, you're thinking sweep. You're thinking the war because the Warriors might be motivated to do that because it's one of the few things they haven't done. Well, yeah, as an organization, yeah. they haven't swept in the finals. Yet. Yeah, somebody was talking about that. I don't know where it was at. Um, it was nine or eight night this morning? Was it you guys? You've heard of nine or eight? Yeah, I've heard. Of course, who hasn't heard of nine or eight? Right, yeah. I think that is probably it's one of the old network talking heads, and it was a good point that. I think the the motivating factor for Golden State mm-hmm. is now mm-hmm. to sweep them, to sweep yeah. not Cleveland, to sweep LeBron. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I think they want to sweep LeBron and, and to do it against what you know, arguably the second greatest player or the greatest player of all time. If we mm-hmm. can sweep them right. and end their season on their home court. Yeah, I think that's their motivating factor. And, and if it, they win tonight, they're going to do it. I and, think. Yeah, and it will be interesting to see if they win tonight. What kind of motivation Cleveland then has to not allow? Because you know, I've, I've said this story a million times. Marcus Johnson once told me that, that you'll never find a team more motivated when they're down three games to nothing, just from the idea, hey, nobody wants to get swept. There's okay. a real you know, a, a thing oh, about sure. that. Like, hey, man, I don't want to win. If we're going to lose, okay, we're not going to lose four in a row. Yeah, and LeBron doesn't certainly want to uh, go out that way. Can I just in the draw and then the drama of the NBA? Mm-hmm. I mean, when Golden State wrap. It, if and when Golden State wraps this up, the the drama of the offseason. Let's say they get swept, and I don't know if this motivates him even more. Then we get the su- then then we get the summer of LeBron talk. Where is LeBron going to go? Is he going to stay in Cleveland, or is, or is he going to leave? So now the goat talk that of uh, Jordan Lebron. Now mm-hmm. that will be replaced by where will Lebron go? Will he stay in Cleveland, or will he bolt? And that's yeah, going to happen: no win, lose, or draw. Cleveland comes back and wins this. There's still going to be some thought that he True, might leave. True, but you would think, right? If they were to come back and win, that he would be more likely to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of, I don't know. Maybe I'm completely missing this. I, I, I get the feeling he's going to stay. I really do. Stay regardless. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I mean, he. he I, I don't know. What, is he going to go to San Antonio? Is he going to pick up his I life? I love that there? idea of San Antonio. He's always talked about how much he loves Greg Popovich. Right. And and maybe that, maybe since he's done it once, it's easier the second time. And he can, you know, yeah, people bash him a little bit, but he did come back and win a title there in Cleveland. I think if he values, if he values his legacy. In, in Cleveland, particularly, or anywhere. Probably, well, probably in Cleveland particularly. Mm-hmm. But if he values maybe his legacy in the NBA, I think he should stay mm-hmm. because he's going to do it again. People are going to be like, "Well, now you're just now you're just chasing rings." And yeah. here's the thing: they have done whether he likes Dan Gilbert or not. Right. That guy has done everything for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He right. has fired GMs. He has they he has signed off on trading away everyone to get you better players. He has this idea that he doesn't do anything. That that Dan Gilbert is responsible for them not winning another NBA championship. He's been paying in the luxury like every year since LeBron's been back. Right. He's been paying millions and millions. So he's doing everything because LeBron, we've discussed this before, is the head coach, GM, and president. Right. Right. He's running the organization. Right. 
So I they're, think it would do him more harm if he left. And they're going to have some big decisions to make because, I mean, they, they do have to decide. And, and is there anybody who would want to go coach there knowing the situation? And I'm, I'm not laying all of this yeah. at loose feet, but, I mean, the way that game one ended, I think you've got to make a real decision about whether or not – because that was such a complete breakdown of everything. I just want him to be a player coach. I want him to come out just like Lenny Wilkins. Was Lenny Wilkins the last one? Was Lenny the last player coach? Uh, Might have been. Like officially? And, and that was actually, it was fairly common at that one. Fairly common. I mean, the 60s. Russell had done it. Russell, the Richie, what was the guy with the Hawks? Richie Gervin or Gervin? Yeah, let's go with Gervin. Yeah, yeah, I forget what his name is, but the Hawks had one. Yeah, it's, it's, they're not going to do that. You know, they're not going to, they're going to have somebody there. Yeah. All right, so what we're going to do at the end of this segment, we'll do our super sports parlay. All right. I, okay. I, we can take two, Look at the line for the, the basketball game tonight. You can do line and over if you'd like, and then maybe pick a basketball game. Are you or, telling me what I have to pick? No, you don't you want don't. me to go to, no, to Venezuela, no, no. do you? I, know I what don't you want, want you to go to Venezuela. All right. Or pick a baseball game. Look at it. But I want to, uh, I tweeted this out last night. Uh, I've got Twitter gas. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, some interesting TV numbers. I thought I was just curious to see what, what the audience in Seattle is paying attention. None of this surprised me, but I think, and people will say the numbers are bad for the NHL, but I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's a, you got to remember the NHL and the Stanley Cup. I mean, they're the new kids on the block. There's not a so connection. So the numbers here. aren't. Yeah, right. I oh. mean, where we sit and talking to everybody, the sports fans. There's, but there's not a connection overall with the city to the National Hockey League I, yet. Yeah, and I think so. The numbers and they played. They played on Monday. Was the last game, and mm-hmm. so uh, the last game they peaked, and remember it started at five. So listen, it's a Monday. It's five o'clock. Most people are not home at that point. Not a great game either. I mean, not a compelling uh, well, game for uh, somebody who doesn't have a dog in the you're fight. Right? They're not because they got. I mean, what, it was four to nothing at the end of the first period. Okay, I in, think. Ex- or, I know into the second. Did they get all four in the first? They've been three nothing. It was it was it was a big thing. At the but end of the it first was period. awful. And, and right. so if you're if you're kind of a fringe guy, like I'm sure there's a lot of fans in this city that are kind of fringe hockey fans who are more excited now that we're going to get a team. Mm-hmm. So I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to tap into the game and they see it's three nothing, only three nothing in hockey. I mean, that's over, right? For the most part, at, at this level, especially yeah. the Stanley Cup Finals. So yeah. they had a they had a peak they had a peak rating uh, on Monday at about three which is you know it's not great, not a great TV number, but hockey's a weird number in terms of TV because it just it's a hard sport on TV. It, it ended up with a two point five. What, and, what and this is in Seattle. This right? is, these are just Seattle numbers. This has this is not the just Seattle numbers. What did not surprise me just reaffirmed something to me. Now, it's a little bit unfair because the TV numbers are going to be better on Sunday. That's when the last NBA game was was on Sunday. The numbers are always going to be better because it's a week. It's what it, it tipped at 6, I think. On Sunday, people are home. Um, monster numbers. It, it got a 12.6. It crushed. It crushed everything that was on in Seattle at that mm. time. I bring it up for this. Uh, I think Ian said it yesterday, and I think Softy said it too. And we talked about it actually too. The three things I don't want, the three words I don't want to hear at sports, get over it. Right. right we talked right, about yeah. this mm-hmm. with Schultz. Yeah. And that guy was like, you guys, you guys need to get over it. Right. Well, no, we'll, we'll choose when we want to get over it. I'll decide when I'm getting over something. Thank you very much. To the guy that texts into the show and calls into the show and tweets into the show and you see him at the bar and he hangs at, you hang out with him, you have beers on the weekends and he tells you the following. Mm-hmm. The NBA is terrible. I don't watch the league. I'll never watch it again. No one here watches it because they left. That and he's a sports fan. That person's lying to you. They're lying. Those that twelve six was like would have been a top damn near a top ten in the country. 
Right. So when right. I hear people, and they do it all the time when we bring up the NBA, mm-hmm. and I think I'm probably giving too much, too much to the mm-hmm. minority here. You tend to hear the squeaky wheels. You do. I, I just I want to stop. That is a huge number. A twelve six compared to a two six in TV ratings. That's an ass whooping. Right. People still devour this league in this market. Mm-hmm. And there's there's no, to, changed. to 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 parse it a little bit cuz I'll say this, I I still watch the NBA. Right. I hate the game right now. I don't like the bombs away from three point. The, the, I I, just, I don't like the style of play. But I still watch it and there's yeah. there's tremendous talent. That's the other thing. Is, well, it's not as good as it was when I don't know. The talent level in the league is remarkable. There's great players on every team. Uh, there, there's some interesting coaching stuff going on. Uh, I don't like how the game is played right now, okay. but I still like the NBA. I've, yeah. I've, I've, yeah, come on, it's it's our, it's our professional basketball league. All huh? right, where would you like to go in our super sports parlay? You, you and I are going to make uh, three picks in our super sports parlay, and then we're going to give uh, one of our listeners a chance, or two of our listeners a chance. Uh, but the first caller that gets in at 286-9595-1-800-829-0950, they get to have their the first selection of both of us, and then the second person just gets stuck with the other one. You have some games in mind there for you to Tonight, I'll, sir? I'll take uh, I'll take Cleveland in the five. I think the Cavs get Ooh. off the mat and fire one more punch at the. You got uh, it at five, or is it four and a half? I guess it was at five. Uh, where I'm looking, it's at four and a half. You're okay, right. I was and... trying to get the extra. Stop half. trying to cheat over there. Look, I, I'm going to try and get every advantage. Uh, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Isn't that the old line? Ah, I think that's it, and yeah. I'm trying. That's all I want you to know. I am okay. trying. So you got Cavs plus four and a half. Yeah, and I'll, who, who's chucking for the M's tonight? Uh, Isn't it LeBlanc? Uh, he says yes. He says it's Wade LeBlanc. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I'm on the Wade LeBlanc train. I'm taking right. the M's tonight. What do I get? A run and a half? Do I have to give a run and a half? What the hell's the deal there? You uh, are getting a run and a half tonight. I'm taking the Mariners. The Mariners. Lance McCullers on the mound for Houston. So you're taking the M's plus the four and a half. Mm-hmm, that's what. That's or, excuse exactly. me. I'm sorry. Plus the one and a half. Plus, yeah, I'll take four and a half. All Thanks right. for that. Did you get that down, Jackson? It's four I, and a half. Four right, four and and what's your yeah. third pick? Uh, boy, there is nothing I like in the Venezuelan Pro Basketball League tonight. <laughs> Stop me. You can't uh, go yes, there. Yes. U.S. Open Cup tonight. Is there a way to bet on that? Do you have a line on the Sacramento-Seattle? Uh, I assume the Sounders are favored by goal and a half. So. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Sounders in the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup tonight on the road against the Sacramento Republic. What's the, what's the line? It, well, it's it's a minus a goal and a half, goal right? Half. And the well, Sounders, do you know that? No, I'm just, just getting on. Hang on. You, you guys, you guys are like softy and faint. Do you understand how gambling works. I do you understand. Have to have a line. I, I understand. You can't just yeah. pick a team randomly. I, I, I tend to impress people Stop with it. how I, I know how gambling works. Find the line on there. You I'm, can I'm take digging the it up. You, you give your, you give your three. Okay, I'm going to take uh, Golden State minus the four and a half. I'm going to take the over in the game, which is two sixteen and a half. I'm going to take the Angels minus a run and a half tonight. Uh, the Angels in action. They got Shohei Otani on the mound uh, tonight. So I'm going to take the Angels against uh, Ian Kennedy and the Kansas City Royals. Gas is going with the Cavs plus four and a half. The M's plus a run and a half. And whatever the Sounders is. So 286-9595-1-800-829-0950. Give us a call right now. Make your selection. First person in gets their choice of either my picks or Gas's picks. The second person just gets stuck uh, with the leftovers. So we'll take those calls. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll find out what's happening in Ian's show. The mayor of Maple Valley next. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Let's go, Uncle Neil. Wrap us up. All right, uh, Super Sports Parlay. Uh, quickly, let's recap what we got here. I'm taking Golden State minus four and a half. I'm taking the over 
216 and a half. I got the Angels and Shohei Otani at uh, minus a run and a half. Gas is going with the Cavs plus four and a half because he hates Golden State. Uh, the M's, he gets uh, the M's plus a run and a half. He got Wade LeBlanc on the mound. The Sounders, this is the U.S. Open Cup. Who are they taking on Sacramento? The Sacramento Republic. I'm taking the over. It's a Which two is- and a half. I'm going to take the over. All right, there you go. Uh, Jeff's in Gig Harbor. Jeff, who are you going to go with? I'm going with Puck and Coog Nation. All right. I'm going with you. I like I like the Angels tonight, and uh, I like the over. Okay. The all, right. all right, Jeff. All Enough right. of you. All right. Jesus, Jeff. <laughs> Robert's in Bothell. Robert, you are, you're going with the gas man tonight, okay? I guess I'm stuck with the gas. <laughs> That's right. That's oh, fine. Hey. That's fine. Hey, you, It's a solid bet, Robert. I like the Cavs in the four and a half. Can I, can I give a free, free plug to Bovada here, please? Sure. Thanks, I think Robert. this is the first time in history I've seen a, a chance to bet on the Kitsap Pumas, oh. who are playing PDX tonight in the Open Cup. There you PDX go. one of Portland's uh, uh, like yeah, lower so. level sure. teams. So the Kitsap Pumas, go Pumas! All right, go Pumas! I, I think they're hosting. They I think the Pumas team. are hosting over yeah. on the Peninsula. How about that? We'll have that on uh, on KJR four. That's on. Uh, yeah, do we have another? That's yeah. going to be on the jet. That's on eight fifty. <laughs> Pre-game coverage is on the jet later uh, later tonight. Uh, what's the jet doing these days? What are we doing with the jet? That's uh, playing the you know, classic. Probably playing some Kansas. Kansas. Right now. Is that right? Carry yeah. on my wayward song. Good. Maybe a, good. you know there's some Freebird on there. A good sides. Good yeah, solid totally, stuff there. Totally when Matt Casey's got a smoky play some Freebird. Break. Um and also okay, so we have a um it's a um it's a Gabby DeMarco Wednesday and we have let's wrap up our poll because we have about uh, six minutes remaining. And it's a hell of a finish here. Best if, thing if a I... woman could do to impress a man at the ballpark, and we've got a great run here for first. Yeah, it's uh right now and it looks like it's good because what's funny about this is it's led the whole way, which is uh explaining the infield fly rule. Yeah. Uh, chug a beer is second, 42% to 40%, and then a two-way battle for mm. third. Hates the sack bunt, won't question Diaz in a tie game, both getting 9%. There you go. Well, it is also I'm Offended Wednesday. Uh, uh, Ian, what yeah. offends you today well, on I'm you Offended guys, Wednesday? You two do. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. I've been looking on the, on the Twitter. The Twitter uh, tells me that you two clowns yeah. have made some enemies, or at I, least one. We made, we, yeah. <laughs> can't, have, can't have fun on Twitter anymore. You're offended. I, I'll say this. I'll say this. I could have worded the question maybe a little better, but it's kind of funny how everyone has jumped right past the contextual of it to immediately go into attack mode because we go on Twitter to find something that offends us. Have you you seen the picture of the guy the Mariners just drafted in the 20th round? Oh, you're going to love him, Furnace. You're going to love him. First of all, this guy's my spirit animal. The guy they just drafted... Is uh, he's out of uh, he's at Alabama. He's okay. at a J- JC. Okay. He's going to show you a picture of him. His name is JT Salter. He's a right hand pitcher. <laughs> yes, he's six awesome. eight, two hundred and eighty five pounds. The man is <laughs> glorious. His gut is hanging over his belt. He's got long hair down to the middle of his back. Yeah. Looks like he just he just had a beer while he was on so the you mound. You go up to Everett and watch him. I already. I've ordered. I'm trying to get a custom jersey. <laughs> but then the best, uh, and I got to give a credit here on Twitter to at Quancy Twelve, who came up with the best idea ever. Yeah. When he gets called up by the Mariners, mm-hmm. because now anytime any pitcher has anything good, we have we got to create a section for him. So he needs a section. So when he gets called up, the Salter section. But here's the best part. <laughs> it's an all-you-can-eat judge-free zone. Oh. I like it. <laughs> 
I like it. I like Just it. Just an all-you-can-eat. No one's going to judge you, Ian. You are can you, eat as much as you want. Are you guys going to allow women to keep scoring that, in that uh, section? <laughs> well, uh, do whatever they want. Oh, they can, women and I'll allow myself want. to be impressed by something if wait, I choose to be impressed. Our bold question tomorrow Michael is what to impress. Michael I, 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 hey, I can't be impressed by hey, anything. If you think we offended people today, and I'm offended Wednesday. Wait till tomorrow's bold question. Look, look, look at your boy JT hauling a, hauling a big old fish out of the river. That fish has got this no time. shot of making it home. I pray. No shot. It went straight to the grill. I... <laughs> I pray to first Took of all. First blocks. of all, JT does not eat fish <laughs> he might. unless that is deep fried and battered. He might eat a lot of fish. That's Alabama. My it hope, will be both. <laughs> please, God, he makes the team. Yeah. Uh, what? Where's Where's LeBlanc section going to be? The like, LeBlanc what, section is that going to be like a poutine only section? No, it's going to be out of the stadium on the side because that's what the, the French did. They didn't really help us for much. You know, they were just kind of just going to tap out. Yeah, they're going to tap out. <laughs> yeah, they were just kind of there. Kind of like, uh, kind of like uh, they should have a LeBlanc if, section where you serve like you brie want and tapping baguettes. out. Uh, how about a shout out to uh, Danny Westneat today, huh? And, oh, the how about that? Right. Uh, the, the poll, the, we went we went the, from being the darlings of the Seattle Times to the scourge of Twitter the in twenty four hours. Was yes. quoted in there. Yes, I know. Yeah. I, who gave Sports, you the question to ask? There he was on a, he was radio yeah. host, radio host Mike Asno. Radio legend. We're not going to mention the station for. Yeah, Puck not only gave me that question and give credit where credit is due, he did give me that question yesterday, and then he yeah. gave me the one today too yeah. that I'm getting fricasseed for. So, so <laughs> well, yeah, Danny so you're kind of nailed his column today. But but he's right. He's well, so right. You know what I forgot? <laughs> well, he, I, I had forgotten that that in the in the lawsuit. Howard said, oh, I, I, really, I thought he was going to keep the team here. I was yeah. like, well, now hang oh, on a minute. This Lord. is going to be our CEO? Oh, yeah, I thought I thought Danny said it was bang on. I mean, it's it's politics, and you tapped out of politics. Right. You know, you tapped out He's of the He's going to get eaten battle. alive if he runs. You know, alive. Well, yeah. I mean, so, I, I, just, I just still wonder, like, what, did, what are his qualifications? You know, now, I, and I guess, like, in the resume. He's white, and he ran a business, and he sold out a team? That does his qualifications. That pretty much gets you, well, president. Well, actually, I guess the current guy yeah, probably has similar credentials. Pretty, <laughs> pretty much just gets you. And for a couple and, businesses, and thanks for coming. And we have to wonder, and, and this this could, it, it'll be interesting to see how far down the road he wants to take this, because this won't be a huge issue, but it'll get brought up along the way of what happened. Yeah. But people outside of Seattle aren't going to care just, that much, and if he's got the know, right message that can resonate. Is he going to have the yellow balloons when he kicks it off, I hope so. Well, that's right. He had yellow balloons that day, didn't he? With number it was a one, celebration. He gave the number one jersey uh, away. It was the number right? one, yeah. and it was yellow balloons yeah. everywhere. It was the most tone deaf thing anywhere. Yeah. Oh see. my lord! See, is Gus's number? Did they just take? Yeah. Did, did, hey, did they go? Take Gus. Did they reach up and just take it out of the ceiling yeah, of the sure and hand it over? I'll tell you, you who was sideways that day. Our old partner. If 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 Elise had a gun in her hand, oh. she'd be in prison right now. She <laughs> was so salty that remember, day. Remember when she went and accosted him at the Kirkland? Issaquah Costco. Yeah, yeah. He was doing a book. Yeah, and she went right. Right through the line. Her picture's right up still front. up on the wall there, yeah. as, as if you see this person, call nine one one. I believe she did the same thing when she spotted him at a Mariners game. We were in the press oh, box, and she looked down and God said, "Is that Howard?" Her. And it's like third row, and she hauled ass down there, and there were guys in <laughs> blue jackets were on her. And <laughs> Jesus, she's the last person on earth you want mad. You know, at and you. she's the last person to ever be offended. On, I'm offended Wednesday. I'll tell you that. Well, I don't That's know. I, I, I'm offended by being in your. What presence, do you got so. coming up today, there, Shooter? Uh, guy named Mike Zanino is going to join. Mikey, ask him if he was looking at the home run last uh, night. Yeah, I don't you got to play he, that audio. I don't think he was. I Astro heard that. Rants. I knew I heard that guy. What a clown! Oh, um, but it's, he's being smart. But then, but how about my, so we had Matt Thomas on yesterday? Yeah, yeah. replay a little bit of that and then his show from today because Matt was very dismissive about oh. the, the Mighty Mariners. Yeah, and then this morning he was. Yeah. 
What's the word you guys were using today? Salty. Yeah. Salty. A salty today. Yeah. Yeah. That That's seems right. to be going around on this Wednesday. All right. right. The mayor, Maple Valley, uh, he is next. Uh, coming up tomorrow on the old radio program. It's a Thirsty Thursday brought to you by Zeke. So we'll have pizza and we'll be getting drunk. It'll be a fun Thursday. The mayor's <laughs> next. No shirt, no shoes, no ties. Anybody allowed to smoke some pump? I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you. But you were born to rub me first. What do you need my address for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! <laughs>